It's your boy, One Take No Chaser. He's here again, and this time he's joined by Miss Tori from the Color Curve Podcast. Miss Tori, what's going on with you, my good sister? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? So glad to be here. Well, listen, glad to have you. So I understand this is your first appearance on somebody else's show, correct? It is. It is. I've been doing this for a little under a year now, and I've been, you know, interviewing other people, talking to other people, but this is the first time I'm in this seat. So right, don't worry I'm about excited it. for it. You picked a good spot to be at. Don't even worry about it. So, yo, <laughs> y'all welcome it. back to One Take No Chaser, man. I'm glad to be back, man. Glad to be joined here by Miss Tori. And today's topic is about this, this, this God-forsaken show, Married at First Sight. So I've mm-hmm. dabbled on this show a couple of times, right? But Miss Tori, you had a post today that got my attention. So much so that I said, I might need to plug up the microphone for this one. So go ahead. And, <laughs> first, well, hold on. Before we get into all that, let me let me pay the proper respects as they need to be paid. Go ahead, Miss Tori, and tell the people about yourself, your podcast, and where they can find you. Well, yeah. So like I said, my name is Miss Tori. I'm the host of the Color Curve Podcast. And man, we just talk about empowering women, uh, women of color and addressing our uncomfortable truths, all the things that our mama didn't want to tell us about, whether it was just embarrassing or she just ain't want to go there. And we, we talk about it. We cover mental health and culture, news, celebrity interviews, just everything. And I can be found on pretty much all of your favorite streaming platforms and on social media. Everything is at Color Curve Podcast. Well, since we're talking about things that your, you know, that your that your mama didn't talk about, or mental health, or or, mm-hmm. or just women empowerment, mm-hmm. this 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 last season of of Married at First Sight. So let me go backwards for those people who don't know what the show is all about. Right. So it's it's as stupid as it fucking sounds. <laughs> Basically, it's as stupid as it fucking sounds. Like it is a show in which you meet with some counselors, right? And we're gonna talk more about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. you meet with some counselors, and they put you through this. And I'm gonna air quote the word rigorous process. Where mm-hmm. through this rigorous process, you're supposed to talk about your ideal person, the person who, if you saw them for the very first time, you would marry them, right? Right. Men do it. The women do it, and then they sit together in a laboratory, and then they come up with who they think should be the person who you should <laughs> so who you should marry. And needless to say, it it it, it comes with mixed uh, uh, results. But usually, the mixed results, and I don't mean 50 50 is probably more seventy five twenty five mm-hmm. a dub, because the whole premise of it is is absolutely ridiculous. But the good thing about the show, and sometimes the bad thing about the show, is it produces some really memorable situations, some really memorable uh, uh, couples. And every once in a while, you get somebody who just makes everybody want to start throwing punches from the rafters. <laughs> and and, and Miss Tori, I think this is where this, this this is where you come in. So go ahead and talk to the people about why you don't. What what's your, what's your beef? Well, first of all, I'm I'm starting to be under the impression that this show is a scam. Like it's it's ridiculous that whole vetting process the process where you know you come in and you want to speak to these these psychologists and they're supposed to be telling you who the perfect person is first of all what if the perfect person didn't even apply to be on the show so that's already like okay so you're telling me that of all these people you're gonna find perfect couples okay let's see how it goes but then I'm starting to notice, like, it's a lot of people on this show that's just playing themselves and, and, like, right in front of our eyes. And it's like, how yep. you got psychiatrists mm-hmm. on staff, but yet y'all just sitting here getting played and your but, mental is just being messed with. Like, but say it again. Say it again. again. You got psychiatrists on what now? <laughs> this show. Oh, no. On, on, on staff. 
Oh yeah, so on staff, you get, exactly. You, you getting paid by the television network to do one or two things to make it look like you're the expert. So the likelihood of these marriages working out mm -hmm. is certified. It's like four out of five doctors approved. Like, I mean, come on right. now. Like, look at, like it's doctor, this person, it's doctor, this person. And, 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 and we got a black reverend or minister, whatever the hell he is, a black pastor. So let him, so so he's going to add the religious, <laughs> the foolishness the, 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 of, the, the, the <laughs> of it all. And then what happens is literally you sit there and then like at the altar, at the altar mm -hmm. is when you first mm -hmm. see the person who you're going to marry. Now, let me ask you a question, Mr. Are you believe in love at first sight? Uh, no. Nor do I. No, I, 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 don't, I, I don't. believe I believe in getting lightning struck at first sight. Like, holy yeah. shit, who the fuck is that? Like that, but love? that's cute. Nah, that's, that's, but that's love, yeah, nah. You smitten, you open. Like I said, you got your, you got your nose wide open. We don't right. all been there. I've seen chicks that make you literally like like pull over. Like, nah, nah, hold up. I, nah, I, I, what I just saw. <laughs> What I just saw is something that I can't unsee, but the whole idea about being in love at first sight is, is relatively foolish. But the show is not asking people to be in love. Again, the psychiatrists and the experts, and again, I'm air quoting the word experts, are matching you up with somebody who they think would be your ideal person. And the goal mm -hmm. is over the six to eight week period, you go through a various uh, uh, number of uh, experiences, this, that, and the third, and then next mm -hmm. thing you know, you're supposed to, at the end, make a decision based on your collective experiences, whether or not you want to be with this person or not. So right. I'm going to tell you, I've been married before, right? And, mm -hmm. and, 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 and what I'm going to tell you is, I can't, I can't rightly tell you that any day of that shit is easy, right? Yeah. Sometimes it is a it is a, a really organized effort to keep your head on your shoulders before you want to fly it off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's an organized effort to keep your mouth shut when you know if you say something, it's going to turn into something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's an organized effort for you to even walk the fuck in this goddamn house because <laughs> right. I, I, can't, I can't do it with this person. Now, you're talking about people who you cultivated, known, and loved for years or months or, or decades or whatever the case may be. So then you turn around and you want to boil it down to i'm gonna look you in the face the first time i see you and miss tori you know what we're gonna be together mm. it's foolish because most people don't know themselves before they even decide to go across that damn aisle to do this shit let alone exactly let alone what to do with somebody else but this season gave us something special gave us tori lay it out for the people but here's the, but here's the thing real quick like you said you've been married before but one thing that you did probably did not have that these people have is background checks. Like, so nobody's gonna mention the fact that they run background checks on these these couples before they get married. But it just so happens that their backgrounds end up becoming the problems. I don't understand that. So, okay, so speak on it. So, so if you've been watching the show, you know what couple we talking about. Go ahead and go ahead and introduce oh, yeah. a couple. You know what? For real, I don't even know their name. That's the, that's the crazy part. Like I don't even know bro's name. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm about to look that up, or if you can look it up, but I don't. I don't even know their names. But I will tell you this: they are a young African American couple on the show married at first sight and it seemed like at first things were going to be really good because dude showed himself that he has like best friends that are pastors and i think his granddad was like a pastor so he he grew up in the church and you know he's he's out here saying like he's like the youngest entrepreneur in atlanta he's one of the richest young black men in atlanta like he's ready to find a wife and so he he's ready to kind of go all in and sing with her right she's ready to go all in too 
So we're talking about we're talking about the dude's name. I believe his name is Chris, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, Chris. And 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 Paige and Paige. So let's go backwards for a second. So it's 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 a lot going on, man. Hold on, let's 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 go backwards. Okay. So I talked about this briefly on one of my other episodes, but like this dude has like cemented himself as like the like quintessential asshole reality TV dude who's probably gonna end up getting a spinoff at off this shit. Yeah, he did it so well. And poor so the dude goes on married at first sight and mm-hmm. had a chick pregnant while he was going on married at first sight, correct? Am I understanding <laughs> yep. that correctly? That's it. Now, ex-fiance, according ex-fiance. to Ex-fiance. So, like, so, listen, if you cool with being in love with love, I mean, you like it, I love it. That's your business and all that good shit. But you came on married at first sight with, with baggage already. And again, you probably would because the idea of it is stupid. So, again, like, exactly. like no, nobody's coming in here like, you know, well, actually, let me take that back. The first time I was introduced to this show was the, uh, the season with the young lady Iris and the young black man. Iris was a virgin and her whole thing was, I'm a virgin and I'm not going to have sex until I got married. But then you get on married at first sight. So <laughs> what you think? So what you think is about to happen next? And then dude is like, okay, exactly. so we married now. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. Yet. I'm not ready yet. And then when they finally move into their own crib or move back to the crib where we you know where he grew up at or whatever the case may be, she got upset because she was going through his stuff and then found some condoms in there. And she's mm. like, no, how could you? How could you? How could you? And I'm like, ma, hold up. I don't fucking know you. Right. I right. don't know you. I just met you. Like, what was so, 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 so if, if, if we on a resort island for four weeks, you know, six weeks, whatever the case may be, and you come into my crib and you want to know why there's an extra toothbrush here? Because before I left, I had somebody else. What the fuck you doing? Is the first person you the first person I ever seen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this particular dude, the, the, the him being the pregnant ex fiance and all that good shit, like, hey, listen, maybe he didn't know. I, I'm, I'm going to give the dude the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he didn't know. But his behavior towards Paige throughout the entire season was egregious to to say, to say, to say, uh, to say the very least. And I feel like in this situation, he wasn't attracted to her. He wasn't. I think he actually said it. No, you know, he, he, the the episode when he had his hand in his head, his head in his hands (laughs) and she was like, what's wrong? And he was like, I'm I'm just not, I'm just not, I, 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 I don't know. You're not what I. You're not what I'm used to. Like you. Like I'm not. Like you. You're just not it. And she was like, "But we just had sex." And he was like, "Yeah, but nah." Like you know what I'm saying. This, that, and the mm-hmm. third. And so the question you asked on your post, Miss Tory, was: Is there an enough amount of money, or enough amount of cred, or enough amount of clout, or whatever mm-hmm. that you would accept in order for you to royally play yourself on TV? Because that's what they're doing. That's exactly, that's exactly what, they're doing. what they're doing. But would and you I'm, do it though? I'm if somebody to told you, you though, no, no, thirty million no, right now. Okay, maybe. But there no. you go. There you go. <laughs> but no, because we are in a world where that stuff literally follows you. Like people don't know how to separate what they see on TV from real life, especially if it's a reality show that's presented to the world to be real. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I even question if the show was even real because it's like, it, it, how much foolishness can you sit back and take? And you got a, a panel of psychiatrists around you and all this stuff keeps happening like nobody's saying like bro like this is just too much but then again they could be just selling shoddy soul just for that dollar i think that's i think that's part of the conversation people just doing whatever they gotta do just to say that they've been on tv i don't know how old you are i'm 41 years old right so Okay. okay so for me i come from an era where if you was going to play yourself royally, you was going to play yourself because you was going to get paid for it or you was going to be uber, uber, uber right, famous, right, right. right? Yo, 2021, 
people doing whatever. And I mean, whatever. whatever. And yeah. the crazy part about it is, truth be told, you remember him more than you remember Paige. Paige is like an also ran. Like, I wouldn't Paige. call her. I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, I think all black women are beautiful. So let me start with that part. But that being said, I mean, she, 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 uh, she's all right. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. Like, I don't, I don't want to come off to be that guy. But, but isn't that the beauty of the show though? Like, I, like you got shows like this where they constantly want to put what the world says is absolutely beautiful. But if it's supposed to be love at first sight, if you coming on the shows really for love, why can't they put a regular around the way girl up there? Well, let me ask you a question. What if he really, okay, so, okay, so, all right, no, fuck it, let's do this for a second. Cause like, let me, let me, let me, let me now, let me let's do this go. for a second. Cause I'm curious. Okay. So if he genuinely did not like her, why mm-hmm. the fuck, like, 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 why, why should he have to front? What if, he well, uh, now mind you, he was a funny looking dude himself. So what, right. if she at, what if she looked at him and was like, nah, I'm good. Exactly. But, good. I, but, the, but I think the point of the show is, and at least in my opinion, you're going on the show to find what you consider to be love. Because clearly you feel like you couldn't do it in any other kind of way. Yeah, on your own. So mm-hmm. I don't need you coming on the show with no reservations in it. If you're going to go this far to, to do auditions for a show to get married, you can't be coming in here with a whole bunch of list of what you want. What you but what I'm want. saying is, but what I'm saying is, I don't like you. So now what? Well, if you, but that's, but again, that's that. Okay. But why, why don't you like me? He said, he said he wasn't physically attracted to her. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. So why are you allowing yourself to measure who you marry by what she looks like when you decide to uh, ma- to get married in a so, situation okay, like so this? Okay. So I see what you're saying. So you basically saying. You pushed all that out the window when you okay, applied. Okay. So you basically saying, throw out, throw out everything else you've ever done. And then just roll with this. Like, so Clearly. basically, so basically what you were doing before wasn't working. So why, why are you so hell bent on getting like America's next top model chick exactly. where Paige literally might've been the best person for him? Is that what you're saying? Yes. So especially then, when he says that she on paper is everything that he wanted. That's what he said. What if he, said. he was this, if he was this dude in his city, the way he say he moving. Yo, shit, that was Cap. You knew that was Cap. I'm sure. That was Cap. But if he if he was really this dude, then why did you even need to audition for a show to get married on? You played yourself when you did that. I, I think I think the whole show in and of itself is playing. So you it bring is. up so so now so now you bring up an interesting point about mm-hmm. attra- attraction and and what is the anchor or what are the things that are supposed to hold you down when other things are missing so i don't want to get too deep into your business story but let me ask you a question <laughs> okay what's up would you willingly marry a man that you were not attracted to no so now you, you understand willingly willingly but, but that's so wait time out hold on time out no 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 that's no. now i gotta okay. get you. wait a let's minute do it. Come you, on, let's you, do it. you just got finished saying that he should have did the shit so okay but here but here's the difference Okay. You asked me would I willingly marry a man that I'm not attracted to, right? But what if he was everything else on paper? But here's the difference, though. The difference is I didn't feel like I couldn't find a man that I was attracted to and that I could also have the other qualities that I needed for him to be my husband. If I felt like I was at some type of all-time low or whatever these people feel like they at to the point where they go on this show, then at that point, you can't ask me that question. I got to do whatever I got to do to get married because clearly wow. that's their objective. Wow. But I'm not, if I'm not here in these streets, I got options. So I, I can't say that. 
I've seen it. I've seen people who would admit to you, like, listen, I mean, you know, he or she ain't the best looking person in the world, but he or she is exactly what I need. Or he or she isn't the best looking person in the world, but he or she take care of me. Or say they got money. Or they famous. And so you can tell that a lot of people, people have a lot of competing interests when it comes to these things, right? Like at the end of the day, I guess, I guess for me, the, the okay, the reason why, so it's okay. A- ask me the question, what I actually do that show. <laughs> Would you go on there at first sight? Yeah, just to expose how fucking stupid that shit is. But and that's fine. But if you but, but would you go on the show with the intentions of finding a wife? Like nah, wholeheartedly. I think, like, like I think no. So no, the answer to your question is no. Like I still I'm still of the mindset that maybe this is just the old school in me. Like I've never online dated, I've never been on like match, and I'm not shaming anybody who's done any of those right, things. Right. It's just for me, the idea of it is awkward, so right? Because I'm gonna hold on, I'm gonna put I'm my sorry. best, I'm gonna put my best picture in my best face. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say the shit that's mm-hmm. gonna make you want to swipe past me. I'm gonna say the shit that's gonna like, and so I think a lot of it becomes like, like attraction is usually the first thing that people run with, and it, it's understandable because your right. eye, your eye is exactly what it is, yeah. right? Like if you, if you, I see you, and I'm like, oh, I like that then I like that, right? But you know, mm-hmm. the whole idea of like staking your whole uh, 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 dating future on like a computer app to me is just, not, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. And, and honestly speaking, I don't know if I will ever be there. Like right. I always got like, I got a sister who got friends. I got, you know, friends who got colleagues. Like there's some way somehow somebody gonna hook me up with somebody, Fact. God damn it. Like you ain't gonna have me just swiping left. So I always hear about plenty of fish and all those kind of spots. And to me, it, just, it makes me laugh because it, it illustrates for me two things how fast people want things, which speaks to this show, right? How fast everybody just wants something quick, right? You want something mm-hmm. fast. You want it to be done immediately. And just the depths that people will go to cap in order to get something, right? Because again, I've heard hilarious stories about Plenty of Fish so true. and Tinder and Match. <laughs> right. And what's the other one? What's the, what's the one you got to pay for so nobody ever does it? E-Harmony. E-Harmony, yeah. Right. <laughs> but if I'm paying for some shit, I bet I, bet I have a whole wife when I'm done with this shit. Right. But, but then again, why can't I just get a mail order bride? You see what I'm saying to you? Like, mm. what's like, like, what's the mm-hmm. difference? So let me let me ask you this question. And, and, and this is where I kind of wanted to leave the balance of the conversation for this evening is around learning to love. If I when, when I say the expression learning to love, what is that? What, what do you hear when you, when you when you say that? When I say that? Well, I think learning to love is a big part of that is opening your mind. Opening your mind to accepting love is one of the biggest parts to learning it because society has taught us so many different things about what love looks like, how how you find it, where you go to find it, what's acceptable, what's unacceptable. And I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's true. So I think that in order to learn to love, you have to be open-minded, but you still have to be able to say that you're willing to accept the things that you may not have been willing to accept before you learn to love. So... Have you ever, hmm, how do I frame this question to make sure that I'm getting to the point that I'm trying to get to? Mm-hmm. Have you ever sat across the table from somebody and realized like, okay, we're together, but I really don't fucking like you? Oh yeah. I'm so good. now, so now in that case, now I don't, I don't hate you, but there's some stuff about you I just don't like, mm-hmm. but I'm comfortable or we already moved in together or we got this wedding date already planned or we got these kids or we got this or we got that. So I'm going to stay. 
I guess my question in that moment becomes, can you actually learn to love somebody who you originally did not love, right? So like, like I'll think about marriages back in the day. Marriages back in the day were not about love. Marriages back in the day were business arrangements, right? Like yes. it was a way for people to expand upon their land or to right. add to their family or to add to whatever. And it was really less about, I love you and I want to be with you. I think that I love you and I want to be with you shit came about when people started deciding who they wanted to be next to. Right. And, and, then, and then of course, then it became big business so now y'all get these k commercials and these and these uh with right. some other with some other vero you know the collection of vero wang, vero right. wang and the rings and the broad that was at the knot.com and all that other cute right. shit just to keep y'all on the hook they throw us exactly. valentine's day just to just to torture us right and mm-hmm. I, I and i said that on purpose right they throw us valentine's day to torture us men right and make it seem like i can't love you on february 13th like i love you on the 14th but we're gonna put that to the side for now we're gonna put that to the side for now but what i'm what i'm asking you is if you sitting across from somebody do you believe that love is something that you either feel innately or and that's it or something that you could actually build towards let me let me let me let me give you an example i think about the movie casino when Robert De Niro was trying to get with Sharon Stone and he was like, I want you to marry me. And she was like, no, like, this is a business arrangement. Like, you know, and she was like, you know, he was like, no, just stick with me. I'm going to take care of you. And then one day you can learn to love me. Do you Mm. think, do you think such a thing exists? Well, I think there's a difference between settling for someone and compromising on something. I would not advise anybody to settle for anything, for anybody. Because a lot of times when you settle, you're taking the extremely short end of the stick. I think that there's a a good thing in learning how to compromise and being able to sit back and say, okay, the things that I don't like don't outweigh the things that I do like. And if you start finding that the things that you don't like do outweigh, then you have a problem. Then you're probably more so settling. So don't settle. And I think that when it comes to shows like this, for people that probably really are trying to find a wife, they're going to find themselves more so settling than compromising because a lot of the, a lot of the point of it all is you didn't get to pick this person. So you're settling and that's the problem. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. You know, the divorce rate being as high as it is and all things being equal, there wasn't any monetary, uh, uh, punitive uh, uh, issues with being divorced or there was no shame attached to it. You can, you can switch it just like you can switch a phone mm-hmm. carrier. I'm very sure even phone carriers make you spend 450 to get out the deal on some funny right. shit, right? <laughs> right? But I feel like if more people could, if, if it was a situation where you could walk away scot-free, like, listen, we were together, it didn't work out, we out, I'm pretty sure the divorce rate would be like probably in the 80s. And you know what? And that's okay. If I feel means, like that. If that means that, that people are going to be happier, and people are going to have less stress on their mental because they feel like they can't afford to leave, then so be it. So be it. But, you know, I think that America, because it's built on what they want to call Christianity, they try to, you know, discourage the whole divorce situation. Yeah. But I'm all for if if you are losing your sanity, if you're being abused, if, if you're just not happy, you should not have to stay in anything because somebody says it costs too much or the paperwork is too tough or it's taking too long. Like that's some foolishness. People should be able to go. And if that means the divorce rate is 99.999% the hell, it just is what it is. It ah, shit. It ah, shit. <laughs> no, I hear you. But it's I, like, it's, 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 it's so, 
interesting because I know that, you know, as men, we're raised to believe that women are the ones who want to do the marrying. And we're all taught, like, you know, this is where you got to find you a woman to marry, a woman to take care of you, a woman to do this, a woman to do that. And, you know, having, you know, having been in that, having been there, done that, it's like next to impossible. Like the, the, the likelihood that on your first, second or third shot, fourth shot, fifth shot, whatever you go off. Cause if that's the case, the first person you love will be the first person you marry. Exactly. And that's just exactly. not the case because we're all still in a space of continuous growth. And right. I think that when you approach the situation from that, you know, it allows for you to be able to look at, you know, what you do and what you absorb differently. But I'm hundred percent in agreement with you. Like, I think, you know, being around long enough for me at this point, it's like, if I were to do that shit again, like mm -hmm. it would be on some, like, listen, if this shit ain't working out, we out. Like, I don't go fuck about what happened this and the third, right? So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, and I thought, so, I thought some people try to do that when they throw prenups in the conversation, like you got to sign this prenup. And it's like, oh, right. you know, and I know women who are like, like if a man asks me for a prenup, I'm out. Why? Yeah, why a lot out? of people feel like that. But why? A lot, a lot of people feel like if you put a prenup on the table, that means that you have the intentions of being divorced. And that's not true. I, yeah, I don't, true. I don't see it that way. I see it. I, I say, okay, you, okay, so look. Miss Tori, you love one take because you love one take. So cool. Sign this prenup. Right. right. And you got one take. Exactly. If, if, if it's, if it's, well, I'm not signing it because, you know, what's mine and mine and what's yours and yours. And we're going to be together forever anyway. I'm, I'm calling bullshit because at that moment in time, I'm looking at you like, first of all, so first of all, when did you meet me, right? Like, and again, I think that's the allure. I know how many people have we met, or how many people have we known who end up back with like their childhood sweetheart, or this right, that, right. third, or, or like their high school crush, because this is the person who knows you, you mm -hmm. know, more than anybody else knows you. But the truth of the matter is, people are opportunists. So, like, if if, if I knew you in high school, and all of a sudden you rich, rich at forty one. <laughs> right. I'm a front like like it's all good times and we were sitting in the back of the cafeteria playing spades and all that good shit too. But when it's time for us to hit that fucking rubber to the road, I'm gonna dead you for all your millions. Right. Then yeah, I got a problem with that. So like <laughs> exactly. my thing, so my thing would be if you want a prenup, and again, and it goes for, and, it, and it goes the other way. I think about Jeff Bezos and uh, you know, his uh his lady or Bill mm -hmm. Gates and Melinda, or right. any of these Mary J and Ken do and right. all these other people. Hey yo, first of all. I don't think no man should be trying to get no spousal support from a woman, but that's that. I, I'm a, I'm a leave. Yeah, that like, I, I, I agree with that. I know I totally fellas who feel op, I know fellas who feel completely opposite. Those yeah. fellas who's like fuck that. You know what I mean? Because if, if they could do it to us, we could do it to them. I, I, I don't, I don't. I, my, my brain just doesn't work that way. No, but I will you. say though that if you take the time you spend with somebody as a learning experience then it allows for you to take it just as that. And that's it, right? There doesn't need to be any monetary value attached right. to the time I spent with you, unless the time I spent with you, the end goal was to get your money. If the, if the end goal was to get your money, then I'm going to go get your money. Or and if even, you did business together. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole different conversation. Like yeah. if you're talking about like, okay, like we both open up, you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, one takes color curve podcast right. company and you know we we profitable right well if it's a 50 50 venture then we're gonna split that shit 50 50 
It's exactly, and there's nothing wrong with having contracts in your marriage when it comes to business. It's nothing. But wrong I think that. people. I think people. So you said it best, and I shout to my man Andy, aka Diplomatic Community, who said this on, on one of my very first episodes, not the very first one, but one of the early episodes I did mm-hmm. around business contracts and people not seeing marriage as a business. It's it, it is exactly that from the way that you have to pay money to actually go get married to the way that you have to pay money to get out of a marriage and everything mm-hmm. in between. It is mm-hmm. in fact a business. So if you approach it as such, then people's feelings don't get hurt, right? People want to attach it to love. I could love you more than I love my, the breath in my lungs and still never put a ring on your finger and, and it won't exactly. matter exactly yeah, so I, I don't know that's a lot so of I, I don't know but a lot of women feel like that though and I think it, it depends on a few things how old you are you know the area you grew up in what how are your parents what did you see you know play is a lot that plays into that but real quick going back to the, the whole prenup situation uh once hey you got car insurance I do do you expect to go ahead and get in the car accident no but if you do, I'm coming. You got that, uh, exactly. And that's how I see the whole prenup situation. I don't expect that we're not going to make it. I don't expect that one of us is going to do something or something's going to happen to somebody. But if it does, that's one less argument. That's one less court case we got to deal with because we have insurance on it. And that's how I see so, it. So is, is, that, is, that a, is that a vote for the prenup or against the prenup? Yeah, it's for it. I have no problem with it. If y'all feel like it's something there that y'all don't want to... Some people do it just to avoid the argument. I'm going to tell you like this. Let me tell you Let me tell you a story. Okay. It's, always, it's always story time. I want to take this. <laughs> but, this one, but this one doesn't really involve me. It involves my father and one of his good friends. Okay. His good friend, uh, rest in peace, who passed away a couple years ago, um, waited until he was 65 to get married. Okay. And yeah. married this little, little little pretty young thing. I think she was like 45, 46, you know, and mm. I say pretty young thing, even though she's okay. older than me as I speak. But you know, at 65, <laughs> that's a PYT right there. Exactly. So he got this little pretty young thing and passed away very shortly thereafter. Okay. No prenup, no, no, in the will, no will, no this, no that, right? Because again, mm-hmm. at 65. I mean, you know, after you after you cross over a certain age, you just like you know, not to say you sit there thinking it's gonna be your last day, but right, you know, right, you understand right. that everything every day ain't for everybody. Exactly. Let's call it that. So, with that being said, dude passed away quick, and he had kids. He had three kids, you know, two daughters and a son. And what I'm telling you, when they came to the house to try to make amends about, like, okay, so let like let's talk about the wife was like, that's all me, all of it. Mm. Get out my house, which mm. which, which which was his house. Get right, out my right. house. So that shit right there had me thinking to myself, like, I know why people may approach it with a contract exactly. or something, because it's not about how I feel about you, Miss Tori. It's how I feel about what I want my kids to be able to take away right. from what I've done in my life. That's right. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and sign this thing right here. Or my will is stout and my will is in the hands of the people who I trust, a.k.a., right. you know, the person who I think come hella hot water and go be able to make those decisions about me because listen what's stopping my man if he would have dropped into a coma that night and she wanted to off him for the bread not that he had a lot but he had enough you know and and he and he had shit hold up but what's fucking with she literally had some dude in the house like the next month see so that's the episode now i have red flags because my red flags are gonna be but he just wanted the pyt though uh, and that's and, that's, he was and that's the problem. And that was the problem right there. He wanted just the PYT. So therefore he didn't think thoroughly. He was thinking thoroughly. With his no, dick. he couldn't have been. How? He was thinking with his if dick and he was thinking kids. he was flashing. 
He was thinking with his dick and he was thinking he was flashing. And on top of that, okay. he's saying to himself, my kids are good, they grow. I, I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, if he's in his 60s, chances are his children are grown. So he probably don't feel like I have to make sure they have anything. He probably really didn't care. Look, if he was black, that's just not something we think about the way we should anyway. You know what I mean? And he died so, suddenly. He wasn't sick. He wasn't he just, sick. He, he, okay. he just died. Like uh, one day, just up and died. So if I was his child, I would probably be like, yo, pops. Like, you can't say no. nothing to me. No, remember. See, again, Miss Tori, you're thinking like, so like my pops is 72 right now. Okay. So we finally just started having the conversations around like, listen, man. You're like, where's your will cap? Like, you know, like, what's your wishes? Because, uh, let me not even say what I was about to say. I, 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 <laughs> I, I need to make sure that what my pop's will is, is what gets carried out. Let me put it to you like Okay. That. And I'm going to say, and I'm going I'm to leave it at that. You can read between the lines. All I you got want, you. Right? So for me, I wouldn't trust somebody who just came around to hold Absolutely. my pops down more than I would hold my pops down. Absolutely. And you also got to know who in your family is walking around with green eyes. And when I mean Absolutely. green eyes, I'm talking about those who's looking to see, well, yo, yep. it look like you're worth about this much money. So I'm going to go ahead and expect this much money. Right. I don't walk around with green in my eyes for my pops. My pops raised us not to actually really be expecting a whole bunch of money from him. Mm hmm so I never walked around thinking my pops was going to bail me out of shit. Has my pops bailed me out of shit right, as, a, right. as, an, as an adult? Absolutely. Of course. But if something would have happened to my pops, I'm going to tell you like this, and I, now this I'm going to say, I will be really, really, really interested in what the fuck is on that piece of paper because I want to know what she's thinking she's about to do and what I, and if my father took an exception to what I just said on this episode, that would be between, between he and I because the truth of the matter is, bro, she just got here, and yeah, yeah right. and, 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 I, and I need to make sure that I handle family business. Everybody in the family is a person. There's always one person in every family that handles and that's family our duty. business. I'm a family. I'm the family business person. So, that's our duty. That's yeah. our duty as their children to do that. And it's so, going to be a time where we're going to have to think things that they're not going to think. For correct. Them. So the thing about the prenups or like the contracts or the this or the that is. If you love me, like you said, you love me and you recognize that I have kids who may not be wanting for anything in this moment, but my kids may have kids one day. Right, right. And maybe there's some shit that I've been stacking and waiting for to hold, hold them down that is of worth to them more so than it's of worth to you. So I need to make sure they get it. If you can't appreciate that from me, then I, that's a, so for me, when you talk about red flags, you got to get the fuck up out of my face, ma. Because at the yeah. end of the day, you, yeah, I, I'm, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm questioning why... Right you need to have carte blanche over me. Right, right, right. Power Absolutely. of attorney. You could pull the plug if you want to pull the plug. All that mm -hmm. cute shit that people can do because they married to somebody. I don't see people even do- even have invested as, as we are. It's not even a little bit. Now, mind no. you, are there, some, are there some kids who be preying on their kids? Are there some kids with some green eyes out there? Absolutely. Of course. But of yeah, course. nah, I ain't fucking with it. But anyway, marry that first sight is, is some dumb ass shit. It is. And it is. And I'm surprised that there was a couple there that most of the people on the show are of our age, you know, are older. You because you like you just said, old school. We, you know, we meet the people we date through our friends and yeah. co-workers and then and you know who we went to school with, even we catch or up at with, church or or, 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 right, or right, on your right. travels or exactly. You know, so I, I'm shocked. I, I'm actually I'm shocked. Not, That's, though. I'm not. Really? Listen, again, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, all those things were a thing. Listen, Plenty of Fish, that was what, like six, seven years ago when that was yeah, popping. So was. think about it, for somebody my age, that's what, I was your age when that shit was popping. 
Right, right. People, people well, looking for complain. it quick. Huh? Then they can't complain then. Listen, listen. You getting I, what you, you get. Sign what you me sign up for that for. fucking show. Let me get up on that shit. Okay, I'm so, at the whole so, but wouldn't you hold some type of accountability towards the people that are over the show? Like the, no. especially the psychiatrist? No. You don't hold no. them to you know anything? Why? You know why I think so? Okay. Dude was an asshole, right? So let's call let's call it what it is. I'm an mm-hmm. asshole too. So again, I, I can't <laughs> I can't even fault him for that part. But here's the one thing I'm gonna say, and I don't know how this sounds, but I'm gonna say it anyway. You know, people who don't look like us think that we all look like one another, or we all right. should be with one another, right? Right. So is it their fault that he's not attracted to them? They probably thought, oh, she's perfect for him. I mean, yeah, but at what point and after the show is being filmed and it's being carried out, is there not someone that's saying, yo, like he is disrespecting this lady. He has a lot of stuff going on in his own personal. She's trying to stick it through. Maybe she's hold just up, not after, strong hold up, after, to say at, no. at the show, at the decision show, she wanted to stay. And that's all the more reason why I'm concerned. <laughs> that's all the more reason why I'm concerned that no one has taken this young lady out of such a hostile environment. Yeah, He's constantly messing with her mental. So how do we know at this point, she don't just feel like I'm not good enough for nobody, so I'll stay. Nobody's trying to help her. That and I'm telling you, like a, like a fucking possum. He's like a possum with a flat yeah. top. Get him the fuck out of here. Just like. another thing that makes me a little annoyed with the show. So a few seasons ago, maybe even last season, I don't know. Um, there was a, another young black man on the show. From Philly? That dude? I, don't, I can't remember what he with was With a wife from. who kept her crying? No, this was, oh the, the, this was the wife that ended up going through the airport and getting arrested. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, red. that's another red flag. Why does that keep happening to the brown people on this show? I Foolishness mean, tends to happen to the brown people on this show. You're going to tell me that y'all do background checks, but the moment they're about to go through the airport to go on their honeymoon, Shada gets arrested because she's stalking her ex, and y'all put him through that the entire season. Y'all put him through that the entire season. Then the season before that, the girl marries the guy and he like refuses to like interact with her. He's like, because I don't know you. you I don't know you. To. I don't know you. But my <laughs> thing is though, but, 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 but wait a minute. And so 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 that dude needs a swift kick in the ass because this is what the fuck you signed up for, exactly. my man. Exactly. And that's the same thing I feel about dude here. Like you so like even hold on, about- hold on. Like even even 90 day fiance. Right. At least it's 90 days. Right. And then you can say no. Nah, you'll be done. You. Yeah, I'll fuck with you. Nah, but you make it easy to get married. Yeah. <laughs> like, this show is it, either a scam or if it isn't, it's really showing us that people will do anything for clout. Scam likely. I think I, I, think I might got to change the episode to scam likely. Yeah. That's uh, what it is. Scam, scam That's likely. What it is. And the sad part about it is, I think the people on the show are scamming more than the producers. I they mean, listen, again, if, if, the, if the first of all, the show's been on now for what, 16 seasons at this point? How many seasons? At least. So, I mean, at this point in time, it's it's like, it's like, it's like the, uh, what's that stupid ass show that comes on ABC? Uh, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Again, at this point scam in time, likely. you just, yeah, scam likely, yo. It's like, <laughs> like, this is, this is, this is Cap, and this is exactly. what y'all trying to do. Yep. All right, Miss Torio, this, this, this was fun. I hope, I hope you enjoyed yourself. This, uh, I did. This I definitely did. I so, definitely did. To hopefully, you know, like, bring me, bring me around on your show. I, I, I know, you know me. I'm, oh, I'm, you already I'm, know. We in I'm there available. now. I'm available. I'm available. We so, in there. Tell the people one more time how to find you. 
Well, once again, I want to thank you so much, Wante, for having me on your show. Oh, nah, no yeah, my name is Miss Tori, the host of the Color Curve Podcast. You can find me at Color Curve Podcast on Instagram, on all streaming platforms, or you can check out my website, www.colorcurvepodcast.com. That's what it is. And yo, y'all already know how to find me. I'm back. I always say I'm back, like I ever left. I never you left. Back, no. I just, man, I just, you ain't I just going be, nowhere. I just be here. Yeah, you know right what I'm saying? I'll be right here, man. I'm, <laughs> I've been present, man. Shout out to my crew. Shout out to Wine Time. Shout out to the Rosie Perspective. Yes. I did an episode with her. Shout out to the Lipstick Laundry Podcast. I did an episode oh, with her. Oh, you're naming all the greats. Listen, them. man, these, this is, these are my people who keep me going. Shout out to the Barbie Way. You know, yes, shout, 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 out to, shout out to Mind Trick. It's like, you know, again, like I saw playing that shout out game. I'm going to invariably leave somebody else. So I don't want to play that. But <laughs> right, I will right. say shout out to all my peoples, man. You know, um, who hold me down and keep me, you know, keep me posted in this shit, man. You know, yes. I got my manager, you know, saying my manager star, she be keeping me, she be holding me down, making sure I'm doing my episodes right and all that That's good shit. Up. So yeah, yeah, we get it, we get it done. So you got good people around you. Now listen, good man, that, that's the only way you can do this shit is if you got good people around that's you. So yo, right. one time for y'all, man. I appreciate y'all stopping in on me, man. Last time it ain't gonna be the last time, man. One take gonna be back in here. I'll be back with y'all soon. Y'all be good.